0: Alright, here we go. It's uh, December 1st, 2020. It's uh, that time of year. Winter's starting to hit. I'm up here in Milwaukee right now. It just started snowing a little bit. Just flurries. I'm right on Lake Michigan. I'm getting ready to leave out tonight. I'm leaving out for... got a whole bit ahead of me. Uh, Montgomery, Alabama. Then somewhere in Florida and somewhere in Texas. Somewhere in New Mexico. and Then I get to go home for the week. So I'll probably leave out tonight at 3 in the morning and I'll, leave, I'll get home by... Friday afternoon, sometime I guess. So, anyway, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. I know it went too fast. The time off this time of year just flies by, and the work just seems slow. A lot of people traveling right now, probably mostly in their cars. Uh, I just drove by the Milwaukee airport; didn't seem like there was much activity. And usually, you know, the Monday after Thanksgiving is usually a pretty busy day. So, imagine there's a lot of people, more people in the cars this year. Hopefully things won't spike and we'll get back to normal here soon. We got that vaccine on the way. If you're one of the drivers that delivers that vaccine, I imagine that's going to be a big deal. I imagine there's going to be a lot of security and safety that goes along with that. Let's have to wait and see how that pans out. But either way, I'll be glad when things get back to normal. And I'm not sure what normal is anymore. So, all right, let's get on with the news. Here we go with Mr. Jeremiah Craig to start us off. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right. It looks like uh, TA restaurants, you know, the TA truck stops, they announced that a lot of the restaurants are going to be closing. So there's going to be many of them are not completely closed and they're going to do takeout. But it looks like there's a lot of them that are closing. Some are going to have dine-in and takeout. Some are only going to have takeout. Some are closed completely because of the virus and slow business. So my suggestion is if you're planning on eating at a TA restaurant, I haven't eaten one in a long time myself, but if you're planning on eating at a TA restaurant, call ahead and make sure they're going to be open because they may only have takeout or they may be closed completely and you don't want to be surprised. So you know how it is when you're up in, oh, well, let's say Wyoming. I'm looking at the list and the list is just too long to read. And nobody would listen to it anyway. But like the ones in Wisconsin, dining in and take out. Washington State, closed completely. Wyoming, dine in and take out. Canada, closed. So, and then there's ones like Texas where some are closed, some are dine in and take out, and some are just take out. So, best thing you can do is just call ahead. Make sure that they're going to be open for you if you're hungry or, you know, this time of year, I think it might be a good idea to add a few canned goods to the truck. You know, throw something in the truck so you could heat your stuff up. What I use is I use a Hot Logic. It's this little portable stove. I use. I make my meals at the house, and then I cook these things. It, it, it cooks really slow, though. That's the only problem. It won't overcook anything. and It won't burn anything. It just it takes two or three hours to get things going. So what I do is when I start driving, I just throw it in the Hot Logic. It's a little pouch thing. And like three or four hours later, I'm ready to eat. And if I don't feel like eating in three or four hours, I can wait another couple hours because it won't overcook anything. It just makes it super hot. Now, that being said, the uh, Hot Logic is a sponsor of the show. So if you go the show notes, you'll find a link to Hot Logic. And if you use the coupon code, you get a discount. All right. I use the thing a couple times a week, and uh, I really like it. So it's one of those... Uh, you know, I didn't think I'd ever endorse anything, but if I did, it had to be something I use. And that's something I definitely use. So, all right, let's get on with the show. You know, this is a big deal. You know, if you're out on the road and you find yourself getting sick and you don't think you can handle it, pull over and let somebody know. Maybe you got the flu. Maybe you just got a cold. You know, don't try to tough it out. These are not the times to do that. Things may get worse. Let a co-driver, Pete you know i talk about pete off and he's a good driver good friend and pete hurt his leg he you know he twisted it and busted, you know messed up his leg and it swole up about three four times the size so it was a team i got behind the wheel and i drove pete to the hospital did it didn't matter that i was out of hours i didn't really care my buddy needed to go to the hospital so i took pete to the hospital and he stayed overnight we were team We were going from Chicago to to Los Angeles. Called the company, got it all straightened out, dropped Pete uh, in, where was it, Springfield? I think it was Springfield. Dropped Pete in Springfield at the hospital, then they arranged to have him come home on a bus. I drove the load to Oklahoma City. Somebody else took it from there because I couldn't take it all the way out to L.A. by myself in time. And then I soloed all the way back to Chicago. It's one of the few times I've soloed in my 25 years. And then Pete was in a Greyhound bus. They wanted to fly him home, but he didn't want to fly. He didn't, I don't know, he's afraid of planes or something. I don't know. But either way, you know, things can be arranged. You got to let people know. That's what, you know, that's what happened with Pete. It was a hassle. uh, But it would have been a lot more of a hassle if he would have kept driving. What if that leg would have, you know, would he get a blood clot or something, or something worse would have happened? Then I would have lost my friend. And, uh... I need all the obnoxious little friends I can get. Pete's a good friend. So, something to think about. So, if you get sick while you're on the room, think about it. You know, don't tough it out. Don't lock yourself in a cab. Let someone know you're sick. You know, if you're trapped in the truck and in a place and you're not feeling well, let somebody know you're there. Let somebody know where to find you if they need to come looking for you. Don't make them look for you in case, you know, you may need help. You never know. Something to think about, all right? These are trying times, and, you know, let's try not to, Let's you know, things are being tested already. Let's not push the test any farther than they need to be. So if you have an issue, you know, let somebody know where you're at. Get with your company. If they cry about it, who cares? You can get another truck driving job. You can move on. If you're sick, you're sick. If you're a good driver, they'll understand, all right? Just something to think about. All right, let's keep moving on. Wow, well, this one's insane! I didn't even know that this stuff—liquid methamphetamine—tells you how much I know. I, I didn't know, you know. I don't know anything about this stuff. So anyway, the uh, U.S. Customs and Border Protection down in Texas. Okay, this is just unbelievable. The, in far Texas, they uh, found one hundred, or excuse me, one thousand two hundred fifty-five pounds of liquid methamphetamine. From the truck's fuel tanks, which was transferred into twenty-five pla- or twenty-six plastic buckets, the street value of the seized drugs is estimated at twenty-five million dollars. Both the drugs and the truck were seized by, uh, you know, by the Texas cops. Wow, that's insane! Uh, apparently, a, dug dr- uh, a, dug, a drug dog detected the stuff, and then they inspected it, and that's when they found all this stuff. That's just insane to me that that they would. You know, and you got to know, I mean, for every one they catch, how many get by. But I never would have thought of that. Never would have thought of that. It's just unbelievable to me. Who would ever think to, to smuggle drugs like that? Plus, quite honestly, I, I didn't know it came in a liquid form. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know much about this stuff. So anyway, don't be smuggling drugs. That guy's going to lose his job His CDL. He's going to go to jail for probably for quite a while. Yeah, try to deny that when it was in the fuel tank. Damn it, driver. All right, moving on. Oh, the insanity. Of course, keep in mind, there's millions of us drivers out here, so you're going to find some craziness. And what craziness did we find? We found, and I've seen this five times with cars, going the wrong way in the interstate. I've seen cars do this five times. And every time it scares the hell out of me. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. But here's one. Give him that's twenty five years. It's a long time. Very few people see one, much less five. And every time I've seen it, like I said, it scares the hell out of me. Anyway, in Oregon, a semi truck was going the wrong way. He was going northbound in the southbound lanes on the I five over there in Oregon, up there by mile marker one seventy three. Apparently, he just started going northbound in the southbound lanes. The cops tried to pull him over, and he ignored the cops. He just kept going. And then uh, Stafford—that's the guy's name. Stafford hit the uh, hit a concrete barrier, and his truck caught on fire. And then he fled on foot. You know, you gotta wonder what was he thinking. Now they say he—you uh, know—they got him for DUI, driving under the influence of intoxicants. Intoxicants, but they didn't say what he was on. But the question is, what, what were you thinking, dude? Where, where did you, where did you think you were going to go with that? You know, where did you think you were going to get away with? You know, that's not... Oh, that's just insane. Oh, don't don't go the wrong way in the interstate. No good will come of it. All right, it looks like soon we're going to have a vaccine. And the CDC has named four groups of people who will most likely be vaccinated first. And if the vaccine is in short supply, which I suspect it probably will be in the very beginning, the four groups are going to be healthcare personnel, Makes sense you know that these people were kind of screwed workers in essential and critical industries you know that'd be truck drivers because if you can't deliver this stuff you're in a lot of trouble people at high risk for severe COVID-19 illness you know people that have issues like asthma diabetes whatever and then people 65 and older Well, we as drivers fall into the category of workers in essential and critical industries. So we may be one of the first to get it. But we'll probably be out on the road delivering freight, so we won't. We'll just have to wait and see. All I know is that hopefully soon this will all be behind us. Well, it looks like that's all I got for today. There's not too much going on with the holidays. Everything's being kind of quiet, I imagine. Within the next couple weeks, it'll start getting crazy again. Look, uh... You know, we got the holidays out there. We got a lot more people driving. Just be careful. Stay safe. Stay out of trouble. Watch out for the cars. Watch out for the other trucks. And uh, try to stay safe. Mask up. Don't get sick. If you do, pull over. Take a break. Do what you got to do. you drivers. That's what we always do. We do what others can or won't. Or shouldn't. That's what we do. All right? That's it. Kingfish out. Later.